Today's episode of Round 3 has been brought to you by the online DVD rental service of Netflix. You can support the Startful Podcast Network by visiting www.netflix.com forward slash Startful and beginning your two-week free trial. Do it forthwith. That means now. again everyone and welcome to round three this is the tri-weekly podcast from steric media where we tackle the tough questions like since when do i have a relative named darwin i'm steve glosson and i dare I also want to hear it i had a facebook request earlier today from a darwin glosson <laughs> don't know him Hey. Hey. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Great. Man, you see it. You see it. Uh, once, <laughs> once again. <laughs> what does that once even a, mean? That's <laughs> just what I tell people when they ask that question. That's one on? of my knee-jerk reactions. You see it. Like when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm like fat and happy. Mm. So. Can't be one without um, the other. Yeah. So anyhow, let's get into it, Derek. Uh, you've got the topics this week, and you've got the wheel, so give it a spin. I don't think the wheel is going to be that good an idea tonight. Going to pass with the wheel. Got to tell you. <laughs> got to tell you. The wheel is going to take a night off. Uh, we're just going to well, go in order. How about that? Okay, go for I mean, it, it's not like What's our first it's topic? It's not like there's really any surprise. Oh, God, what's it going to land on? Four? You know, it's right, not. Right. It's, one of these is going to happen. It's just in what order which they will. I understand. Iron Man 2. Go. Yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> I, I sat through it, and uh, I, I won't say that I, I disliked it, because there were a lot of people... I saw one guy that I followed tweeted, or Facebooked, um, he was like, X-Men 3, Spider-Man 3, meet Iron Man 2. You, you all should get along really well. Wow, really? Yeah. That's a that's an overly harsh criticism of Iron Man 2. Especially from somebody like Steve who likes Spider-Man 3 and X-Men 3 so much. I didn't say that. I like X-Men 3. I don't care. Anyways. But I didn't say... That wasn't me. I know. I'm just saying. I'm saying it must be something personal to you when you like those films so much. When some, I mean, and somebody's saying it in a negative connotation. Well, I mean, I'm you not going to... No, it's not like well, they said episode at my camera. one. You're not here. I keep it's looking not, at my camera. <laughs> it's not like they said episode one, episode two, meet Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that, that you didn't take that personal. Okay, that would um, be offense to me. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was, it, but it was, it was not the first film at all. Um, I, I thought the first film. Call me corny. I know it's kind of maybe the first film had had. You know what gumption is, Steve? I, I do know what gumption is. The first Derek. film had gumption. <laughs> and the second film, not so much with the gumption. Okay, you used a term, I thought you were going to get really corny, because you used a term via the text with me the other day that I thought was a little corny, and I'll call you out on it right now because I love doing that. Mm-hmm. You said that it lacked the magic of the first one. It did. Really? Do you think the first one was all that magical? It was magical to me. Are my okay. Iron Man texts still in the phone? I, I had I had to hard reset my phone the other day. Yeah. 
and, it happens um, sometimes. Oh no, this is when you went to see Iron Man too. I'm looking back through because we were talking about the 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 Salvation trailer. Right, right, right. Uh, you said, "What did you think of Iron Man?" I said, "I need to see it again." At first, I was kind of disappointed. They lost some of the magic that made the first one really well, really good. Yep. Um, and while I do love Favreau, I just kind of thought that it, it was a little bit of overkill with him. Yeah. I mean, the scene in Morocco was really cool. With with you know, I'm spoiler alert. You know, I guess we can right, talk about right. it. Uh, when when they keep you know ramming the whiplash into the you know the side of the track, I thought that was really fun. Yeah, but yeah, then, sure. But then, I mean, he had so many more lines, and then he shut. Yeah, he had like two lines in the first movie. Yeah, and then he like shows up with Scarlett Johansson at, at Hammer headquarters and does the whole fight scene. I was like, eh, whatever. Um, I hated the ending. The the end battle? No, the ending. The, just the way it ended with um, Senator Stern and them getting you know, oh yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because the first one. Here's where I'm talking about magic. The first one ends, boom, I am Iron Man. Right. You know, goes into the music, awesome credit sequence and all this crap. And it was like, oh my god, I bring on two. Where, he just, he outed himself. Let's do this. Where's the second? You, you didn't make a sequel with the first one? Why not? Let's do this. <laughs> I gotta wait two years? So, I'm, I'm, and then this one just kind of ended and I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't have a problem with the end so much. My big thing came with, you know, good editing is one of those things that you don't notice if 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 a, if a movie if it's is done edited well. Yeah, if a movie is edited well, you don't talk about the editing. Right. But if it's edited not that great, then that's one of the things that you talk about with it. And I felt like uh, Iron Man did. Did there was some. There were some. Yes, did. Did. There were, yes, there were moments. Did. Yes, where. <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> there were moments in it where it, it, it the the movie dragged along at a slower pace than it should have. Uh, I think particularly of that Senate committee hearing scene. Yeah. Um, See, I liked that. Yeah. When he took I mean, control I of it. everything, and yeah, I, I, I thought it, that was that reminded me of the first film, kind of. Yeah, but it just wasn't quite snappy enough, and. And for some reason, the only people that seemed to have really good chemistry in the movie were Downey Jr. and Paltrow. Yeah, I did not like Downey Jr. and Sheetle's chemistry compared to um, what's Terrence, his Howard. Terrence Howard. I, I yeah. liked them a lot. I liked them a lot better than I did. And I like Don Sheetle, don't get me wrong. Sure, of course. But I, I, I like Terrence Howard uh, a lot better for for the role. Um yeah, you said snappy, snappier editing. My, my, my thing was, you know, you and I have been pumped about this soundtrack because you and I both love ACDC. Right. So the soundtrack comes out, it's all ACDC, yep. the entire thing. So I'm expecting, you know, and I should never get my hopes up based on a soundtrack ever because sure. I'm always let down based on things because they never, things don't happen in the trailer. I mean, let's talk about the trailer first off. Yeah. Half the stuff we saw in the trailers was cut out of the film. Yeah, the You Complete Me line was gone and that disappointed the heck out of me. It did me too, and here's what I thought they were going to do. So they opened with the alternate version where he just jumps out. Yes, and I so I, I thought, thought they, they were going to re- that. I thought they were going to rebuild everything, and he was going to do it again at the That's end. That's what I thought the whole and time. They, I kept now. waiting on that, and it never happened because that would have been the I am Iron Man type ending. I agree. To me. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, 
So we get in there to watch the movie, and what happens? Um, only like two ACDC songs. They didn't even use War Machine. No, they didn't. Use, they used Shoot to Thrill, yep. and, and they just used Back and Black in the credits. Yes. Is that? Yeah. And the credits weren't even that cool. They were just black over. I mean, yep. white text overlay. Yeah. Um. But now all that, you know, I say all that, and I, and I need it yeah, to be understood. That's all I had in the text messages. Yeah, I need it to be understood that I enjoyed the movie. I oh, loved the movie. I mean, Do not get me wrong. I really did. I, you know, you can't walk away with not everything being perfect. Although, I do really remember walking out of the first film going, that was a near-perfect comic book yeah, film. Yeah, sure. Of course, yeah. I, I was so pleased with so many things. And I think it was just because it was so refreshing to have one that got so many things right yep. that if anything was really wrong with it, I was not blind to it. Yep. But it was easy to excuse it because they got so many other excuse things right. Excuse it. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. In as much as, um, you know, the first one, like the ending battle in this Duh. movie, the ending battle in this movie is mind-blowing. Indeed. Like, it'll rock your world. It's like 45 minutes long. And... It is the third, fourth, and fifth act. Yeah, I mean, and it just, it ramps up and ramps up and ramps up. And I'll be honest with you, spoiler alert, when Whiplash showed up that second time, I was like, oh, well, this is where it's going to die. And it did not for me. It it, it maintained, um, you know, the le the same level of suspense that it had leading up to that. And there was a great save of a kid um, in, in the midst of it. So there was a lot, yes. there was a lot good about it. But there was just a lot that just felt... It's not that it was bad. It just felt a little off. I think... I, one thing I liked about the first one was Downey and his Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. I love the way he portrayed Tony Stark in the first one. I love his little, you know, his little quirks, the things he did. And they carried some of that over to the second one. Please don't hand me that. I don't like being handed things. They, they, they did a good version, a good job of that. But it was almost like... I don't know. Like, when he landed at the beginning... And the suit came off, and he was in the tux, and he was doing the whole expo introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already like, okay, I'm kind of tired of him. Well, it's it was different because... I, the, the ego, I did not like the ego as much as... Because he had Iron Man ego, and I like Tony Stark well, ego Well, and more. also, you put up with me all the time. So you've got enough ego this in your life. This is true. But I think, I think the thing is with me is that this, he was doing that classic superhero thing that we get all the time in a, in a show that we love called Smallville where he's got something he's hiding from everyone and he needs to tell someone about it and ends up the only people that really know are, are freaking shield and whiplash and when he really goes back into tony stark mode is when he gets out of the rut of not being able to figure out how to fix it and and he gets the big thing from his dad's old office and everything and, and all that and i really that's when i'm like well tony stark's back you yeah, know he's yeah. he's he he ceased to be Iron Man, and he became once again Tony Stark. And so from that point on, it felt like I was hanging out with an old friend again that I met a couple exactly. Years back. I mean, it, and it was great, and it was like, um, and I loved the whole when he made the new element that you know the yeah, new uh, yeah. And, and, and it tastes like coconut and metal. <laughs> and I was like, that's Tony Stark. That's the first movie. Right. That and, was and see, magical. The thing is, is is, yeah, is as magical. much as that was a weakness to not have him around, I think it was also one of the strengths of the movie. Because you recognize the whole time that you missed that guy that was kind of keeping things alive in the last, you know. Right. And so when he's back, you're like, oh, there he is. 
So good to see. But like when he was drunk at the birthday party. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was funny, but then again, I was like, do something. Well, you're letting all this happen to look, you. Look, I'm sorry. The line, hey, spin a fat beat while I kick my friend's butt. It's like if we ever do, um, if we ever were to able finish up Civil War from the shoe days, yeah, uh, that I want that line in there. I want a DJ. Spit I want Graham. Ha- I want Graham Hancock DJing <laughs> or Joe Humrick DJing, and I want to be able to turn and be like, Joe, spin a fat beat while I kick my friend's butt, and then you'd be like, No, no, spin a fat beat while I kick my, my friend's, friend's butt. butt. <laughs> So uh, over overall, Iron Man two positive reactions could have been maybe a little bit better. Something fell off. I don't know what was, but that's my thing. I don't know what was off. The script was good. I didn't think it suffered from too many villains, like they say Spider Man three does and stuff like that. So I don't know what was off for me. I just know that walking out of Iron Man, I was like five out of five, and still to this day, I pop in the Blu Ray, five out of five. But this one, four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I thought everybody did fine. I, I loved Scarlett Johansson did a really good job. Uh, Mickey Rourke did a really good job. Um, I hated Sam Rockwell, so I know he did a good job. Because I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah. So to make me hate him, you know you know an actor's doing right by that. So I, don't, I just don't know what it was, but it just felt off to me. But it, it didn't, you know, it didn't hinder me from it. I mean, I will, you know, it'll be on the shelf. Of course it will be. It was it was great. I was just I was you know, if nothing more, one was a great Genesis story and two just kind of felt flat, but I guess that well, just happens. Let in me ask land. let me ask you this, and I know we've got to move on to our second topic, but let me ask you this. We'll just forego one. <laughs> a lot <laughs> We'll just add in three different ones. It's fine. Um a lot of people that I've seen talking about this movie talk about how it's a great setup for the eventual Avengers movie. Mm, and yeah. on one hand, on one hand, I feel like if that's the case, then that is a flaw of this movie, because it should. Though there should be small elements setting up, you know, there was a lot of time spent in setting up for this Avengers movie. Um, yeah, and, and I'm afraid. I'm afraid of that in Thor. Yeah. Not so much afraid of that in Captain America. Oh my God, the shield. The dude. I, that's one of those things I don't really want to spoil for anybody. Hand me that. I, that, I need that. I love Agent Coulson. Okay, let me ask you this. When he started How talking cool about... How cool was it for Ash and Zach to write for that guy? Oh, oh yeah. Ash and Zach, I hate you. you know, How... Do you know they're doing the new X-Men? Have you heard yes. that? Yes. <sighs> let me ask you this. Did, were you expecting the, the element that he was creating or the thing he was creating to be vibranium? No. I was. So well, he started, right especially, especially when he said, hand me that. That's what I've been looking for. I was like, oh, my gosh, it is. I mean, so, it was subtle, but I still didn't really think about it. Yeah. I kept thinking, I kept thinking they were going to say it can only be found in this remote jungle. Because it's Wakanda. made out, it's made, of, it's what um, the shield is made from, right? It's a, yeah, the shield is like a vibranium titanium alloy. That would have been, <laughs> hand me that, I need that. And I just uh, love that it was in the first movie in the in the workroom, so I just yep, love the throwback. Yep. Yeah, that it was cool. I mean, do we talk about the coda? Uh, I mean, sure, why not? Loved it. I thought it was real cool. Um, 
I, I love, I like the design of Thor's hammer. Yeah, I, I was quite pleased. Um, you know, and I hope, I mean, I, I imagine that's the same design they'll use in the movie if it's oh, changed much at all. You know, if it's, but I, you know, and that's one of those small geeky things that you can get totally wrong. And I don't know it's, how crowded your theater was, but I almost missed the lightning, the thunder sound. Because everyone was because everybody was like whoa, and then I hear the you know the, oh the, no, the, see no like, one cheered in ours. There were a few what, and then, <laughs> but then I also on the way out of the theater, I heard some girls, going, wait a minute, wait, I heard where's Sam Jackson? <laughs> I, um, walking out of the theater, I heard some girls of all things behind me telling the guys they were with, yeah, that was Thor's hammer. He's an Avenger. I love 2010. I mean, we're just in an age where the girls are going to school the guys on comic book mythos. That's right. That's right. Ladies. Well, Derek. Ladies. Moving on. Ladies. Moving ladies. on. Mo- moving on. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Duh. I'm saying number two. I understand. Duh. You've got it. I don't know what it is. It's gumption. Um... <laughs> <laughs> let's discuss gumption. Um, let's talk about your Forcecast song. No, that's not one of the topics. <laughs> it is that's now. Not... <laughs> Late in the third quarter, Jarek Russell came in. He shoots. Uh, no, really. What? No, you really. Had, I want to talk another... about the song. I haven't. I voted for it like crazy. I just haven't gotten to hear it. Yeah. Well, I lost. Oh, is it yeah. over? Yeah, the voting is over, and that's the thing. The voting. I love the guys over at the Force Cast, and and yeah. and I and I posted a kind of a joke today about um, the voting was rigged, and yeah. I got an and I and the, I got a tweet that's like, it wasn't rigged. The results are there for everyone to see, and I was afraid I'd kind of tick them off, and so I sent the dude an email said I was just kind of joking around. That's why I put the little smiley face after my sign, mm-hmm. after my tweet, and um, and I said you know and the guys from Chicago, and I said and, and God forbid, I, I don't want to mess with you. You might be mobbed up for all I know. And so uh, he sent me an email back, you know, told me, be careful, I'll be sleeping with the fishes, that kind of thing. Kind of joked around, we cut up a little bit. But, uh, no, the voting ended because they record on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and they do a live recording every time they record. And so they were able to go ahead and give the results uh, then. And, um, and I didn't realize it would end on Tuesday, and I was kind of iffy about asking people to vote for me because I didn't know if that would be frowned upon or not. And I'm so, listening to it one ear while you tell me the story. It's a beautiful thing. Do what? I'm listening to it in one ear as you're telling me a story. I wish you wouldn't other. listen to it. Basically, the song is is a parody of <laughs> Bruce Hornsby's uh, Mandolin Rain. And um, and it's about, in, in the Clone Wars, we found out that Obi-Wan had an old love interest with uh, the Duchess of Mandalore. How do you have 828 followers on Twitter? I just do, because I'm Steve Glosson. That's even, when you go, I'm Derek Russell. I don't even have half that. <clears throat> well, you remember you left. <laughs> I forgot how warm you Anyhow, so they put a call out, and so I kind of had an idea here there, and so I just threw it together real quick. And yes. And got the karaoke track and, yes. and laid the you know laid the track down. So well, it, I play mean, a fat beat while I can't. <laughs> right. If it's if you if you haven't watched the show or yeah. you're not a big Star Wars fan, you're really not going to get it. 
Other than the fact um, that it's Steve Austin's voice, and I, I don't know anybody that doesn't get that. What? I think we all get you, man. Okay. Brother. Uh, moving on to topic number three, Derek. Oh, that wasn't really a topic. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hate you. Mini topic. Uh, what's your favorite Jim versus Dwight bit on The Office? <laughs> There's so many, Derek. <laughs> there are, Steve. Um, two immediately come to mind. One is the knock-knock, who's there? Mm-hmm. And and Dwight Michael the knock knock joke first he's like KGB and and Michael goes KGB who and, and Dwight slaps him and says we ask the questions we have a KGB and so Jim <laughs> Jim tries goes to pull on Dwight and Dwight thinks he's going to outsmart him and Jim reaches up and slaps him and says KGB waits for no one <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and they keep going along and the whole time and then Dwight tries to put on Jim and he's like yeah just come back uh, next Tuesday maybe and um, yeah. And so that bit's good. And then the one where I want to say they're out on a sale together. When he um, and Dwight's like, "You walk in front he, of me because seventy yeah, percent of all attacks come from behind." And Jim's like, "What if I'm one?" Smacks him in the face. Yeah, he's like, "What if I'm one of the thirty percent that come from the front?" And Dwight's like, "Well, I've got such skills to." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the other side of that is when they're in the car. And he says, "You still ride in the back seat." Because they used to go on sales calls all the time, right, right. And he says, "You still sit in the back seat." He goes, "Yeah, you know, seventy, you know, all car accidents, the driver protects his side. I'm much more safer on this side." And as soon as he says, "I'm much more safer," Jim Jim slams on the brakes and he hits the headrest. <laughs> <laughs> What's your? Um, you have a favorite? I'm sure you do. I love, I love when oh, there's just like you said, there's so many. I love when um, Jim comes in dressed up as Dwight. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I love when he wraps all the stuff, all his desk and everything in Christmas yep, presents. Yep. And they, but it's not actually there when he sits down in the chair. He just perfectly wrapped everything, <laughs> but there's nothing there. But my favorite is, and I don't remember what episode it's from, but Dwight comes in, nobody says a word, and there's a red wire coming out of the middle of Dwight's desk. Yes. And it it's, goes over his desk down the hallway, down the steps, outside Dunder Mifflin, down the sidewalk, and Dwight's just pulling at it, just going after it, and nobody has, nobody says a word during the entire cold, cold opening. You just see him unspooling this wire. He goes through the warehouse, and, and Daryl and everybody down there is looking at him, and then Jim is sitting in the conference room for his one-on-one -on -one interview, and out the window behind him, you see Dwight crawling up a telephone pole still unspooling the wire and Jim turns around and looks at him and looks back at the camera and pull, picks up this giant spool of red wire and says you can get this for like 99 cents for every 100 yards at the slowest <laughs> the hardware store <laughs> and then it just goes into the yeah. opening I think that's my favorite they did one, they did one, one last week where Jim and Pam were, were clicking in Morse code yes and, that one was really good and the white's like I know Morse code and he's like do you think that we would take our precious time and go learn the, go pay the money to take a class on a defunct code system just to annoy you, and then it cuts to Jim and Pam in the interviewer and like that's exactly what we did. That is exactly <laughs> what we did. One of my favorite—I don't know if it was last season or this season—I mean, they've got given um, Pam a lot more funny stuff to do, obviously, especially since she's been a salesperson and then with the baby and everything. But 
it was after they came back from the Michael Scott company and became part of Dunder Mifflin right. again. And they were complaining about who was going to get their clients back and who wasn't. And Andy was mad. No, it was this season. It was when they were talking about who was going to get uh, employee of the month. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Dwight tried to pull it on Jim, and it ended up being Jim got employee of the month. But then it goes to Pam, and so it still looks like he was trying to rig the whole thing, yeah. even though Dwight, yeah. Dwight did it. <laughs> and, uh... And, uh... <laughs> And Andy and Pam's like, I've done really good with my clients. I doubled them this month. And Andy goes, what, from two to four? And then real quick, it cuts to her one-on-one interview. And she goes, yup. And it cuts <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough for round three for one night. Indeed, indeed. Your home on the web is round three show at... At gmail. That's our Gmail. It's round3show at gmail.com. Our home on the web is round3show.com. That's our mailbox home on the web. Yeah, and you can find <laughs> us on the Twitter. We're at round3show. So, uh, Derek, we'll see you Friday for that thing we do on Friday. Occasionally. Hopefully it won't be as bloody this time. Nope. Hey, bartender, spit a fat beat while I kick my friend's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Ong Bok 2, Smackdown Fridays on round three. <laughs> Wait, I lost my topics. <laughs> I hope this goes better than Mondays.